Welcome to the Pursuit Podcast. We hope you enjoy this message. We believe in being real about what the Bible says, simple in how we convey it, and intentional in how we pursue Him. Man, I don't know about y'all, but is anybody glad to just be back in this building, be back at school, be back around some other believers that are kind of your age? I don't know about you, but for me, honestly, going back home is a little bit tougher than when I'm here. Because when I'm back home, I don't have people around me that keep me in check like I do here, like you guys do so well, so frequently. So I don't know about you, but I'm glad to be back. I'm glad that you're here. Glad that you're here. What God's got in store for tonight, I'm, I'm really excited to see what the Holy Spirit's just going to do on some people's lives tonight. I, uh, we were praying before the service, and it just kind of went something like, God, like I just pray that this service is different. Pray this in just another year, another semester. I pray that we'll actually take steps of faith like Lauren was talking about, where we get out of our comfort zone, get out of what's familiar, get out of what's just the daily, and actually see Jesus start to work in ways that maybe we can't even explain. So if this is your first time and you're, you're here, you're kind of wondering, you know, what's going on here? Well, if you're struggling, if you're down and out, if you've ever messed up, you're still trying to figure out this thing, then you can feel right at home because the person next to you is in the same boat that you are. Nobody here is perfect. Nobody here has got it all together. That's why we can come in here and know that, you know what? You don't got it together. I don't got it together. But we got a God that's got a perfect plan. Even when our plans don't make sense, we can lean on Jesus. We can lean in our faith on, in Him. And that's what's going to make the difference. So um, I want to tell you a funny story before we uh, get going. So uh, we got the privilege to go over to Blakely, Georgia, a place that got hit really hard by... Uh, the hurricane and uh, we were just passing out book bags and these things had anything from like toys to uh I mean there was like toys there was some food in there all, all kinds of stuff and uh it was really cool uh, me and Tui and Wesley got to go and uh they did a little bit of worship and I got to uh I got to preach and there's people sitting up in the in the gym and I can't hear a thing I'm, I'm saying because the speakers are bad and so I'm kind of yelling a little bit but there's this one lady there's this one lady sitting on the front row. She's got a cane and she is shouting me down. So I'm expecting that of you tonight. I don't care if you're from the chosen frozen. Tonight, you're here. If you want to get out of your comfort zone just a little bit and let your, let your boy know that he's doing okay, that we're talking about something relevant, that's going to be all good. If you just want to sit there and kind of take it all in, you're good. Worship how you want to. You don't got to shout me down, but it's going to help me a little bit. You're going to have a better place in heaven if you give your boy a little response, okay? I'm feeling it. All right, here we go. That's what I got for us. All right. You got a Bible with you tonight? I want to call this, I want to call this Steps and Stumbles. Steps and Stumbles. If you've got a Bible, will you open up your Bible to Matthew chapter 14? And we're going to go from verses 22 to 23. If you don't got a Bible, don't worry about it. Don't be like, man, I can't ever come back because we, we got you covered. We got every reason for you to keep coming back. We got nice people. You're never going to be left out of anything. Keep coming back. We believe God's going to do something in your life. So here we go. Matthew chapter 14. And we're going to start in verse 22. Right, I shouldn't keep playing until, uh, until I get out. So that's cool. All right, here we go. We've got a, got a decent chunk. I usually like to stick it kind of short. One thing I'm working on, a New Year's resolution of myself is I'm going to try to keep everything within like, like 30 minutes. Is that cool, y'all? I don't know about you, but when I go to class for 50 minutes, I'm not even talking about a Tuesday and Thursday when we go an hour and a half, but like 50 minutes, I'll be sitting there at the end of the class and be like, what do we even talk about? So I hope, we don't, I hope we don't never have that problem here. So I'm going to keep it short so you can actually take something with you and actually go make an impact on this world. Is that okay? Let's do it. All right, here we go. Starting in verse 22, it says, all right, so I'm going to give you a little bit of context before we start. Let's not dive right into it. Slow down, Chase. You're too excited. Is anybody else excited? All right, cool. I'm not the only one. Here we go. 
All right, so Jesus actually gets some, uh, not to be a bummer on this, but Jesus actually gets some bad news. Jesus hears that his, uh, his cousin, that he hears that uh, John the Baptist has been, has been killed. So he goes to this place. He kind of goes into a solitary place. He starts praying. And this is how cool Jesus is, is that like sometimes we have kind of a, not a problem, but you know, we get about you know, 200 people that come in here. Jesus had like thousands following him, even when he was like, yo, going somewhere quiet. So he goes off and he's praying. And what we see is that there's these people that hear that Jesus might be over on this mountainside. And so they go over there and all of a sudden it's getting to be a little bit like nighttime. And they're like, yo, what are we going to do? Like these people need to be fed. They're going to get grumpy. And he's like, hey, don't worry about it. Just, just call Uber Eats. We're going to be good. And so all he does is he just, ble- they had like, let me read. It says that they had a, they got the, the five loaves of bread and the two fish. And he just multiplies. We see a miracle. And this is what happens next, that he, he, he just, everyone eats, they've got abundance, they've got so much left over, and this is where you pick up at 22. It says, immediately Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. So he's like, yo, you guys go on, hop in the boat, go on, I'm going to catch an Uber, and I'll catch up with you guys later. So he sends them on their way. It says, after he had dismissed them, he went up onto a mountainside by himself to pray. I think if the Savior of the world needs to take some time to get alone and pray a little bit, I think that would apply to our lives too. I think it's really easy to get in this, this busy lifestyle where we kind of miss out on something as important and something as, as crucial as prayer. And it says, later that night he was there alone and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Now buffeted, I had to look this up because I was like, is that buffeted? Is that just me thinking because I'm hungry? No, you actually say it buffeted. That's the English language for you in all its consistency. You know what I'm saying? You just change it up every once in a while. I don't know about y'all, but sometimes in my life, my like, faith looked like the English like, language. It's not very consistent. That's me getting vulnerable, okay? So here we go. It says that shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. That means that Jesus is literally walking on water. And what we see is it says that when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and they cried out in fear. But Jesus said immediately to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come onto the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got out of the boat, walked onto the water, came towards, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and he began to sink. And he cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. He said, you of little faith, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshiped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Do you mind praying with me? God, thank you so much for tonight. God, I don't know what we all bring into this place, God, but I pray that we don't leave here the same. God, I pray that you'll have an everlasting impact on our souls, God. Pray this isn't just another time, another service. God, I pray that you'll speak to us in a way that we need. God, you know what we need in our lives. So God, anyone going through some discouragement, God, the down and out, God, the people who feel like they've got no no other answer, no other way, God, I just pray that you just impact our souls, God. Our hearts will be open for what you're going to do tonight, God. We come expectant. We come ready, God, because we know when we ask you to enter into this place, you're going to do it, God. It's on us to open up our hearts. So in this moment, God, we open up our hearts for what you're going to do in this service. In your name, amen, amen. Thank you, Bryce. So this is what I've got. Obviously, obviously, it's a new year. 
Everybody, like you've been scrolling on Twitter and you're like, you see the whole like new year, new me, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, uh, the new me, new Instagram, uh, new me, new workout plan, you know, like all this kind of like new, 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 new. And I saw something really cool. It said that daily devotion is always going to be better than yearly resolution. That means, that means that waking up each and every day and making it different than the last one is going to be a whole lot more effective, a whole lot more efficient than trying to do this huge, long, like this year I'm going to read my Bible more. Yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Like, let's strive for that. But each and every day is where you're going to make that impact. You know what I'm saying? So this is, this is something I've kind of been toying on. Something I really feel like God's kind of been speaking in my life is I don't know about anyone else in this room, but I'm ready to take a step. I'm kind of done with being content. I'm done with just maintaining what I already have. I'm, done, I'm ready to take a step. I'm tired of going through the same sin, the same struggle, going back to the same bad habits that I once had in 2018 because I've got this, this great intention of, yeah, 2019 is going to be different, but when it comes down to it, all of a sudden 2019 starts to just look just like the same year, just like it did in 2017, 2018. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to take a step in the right direction. I'm ready to take a step where, you know what, it might sound like, yeah, Chase is actually going to make a change, but to actually see Chase's heart change for the glory of God. Not just to have good intentions. I'm talking about actually living that out each and every day where people start to see and you're like, man, I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know what's happened, but you've changed a little bit. Not just Chase had really good intentions at the beginning of the year, and then it kind of faded away. Have any, has anyone in here ever been to like a conference? All right, so I, I, I got to go to Passion Conference, and I remember whenever we used to do stuff when I was in high school, I remember hearing this, we'd get our t-shirts, and we'd all like wear them like the first day back, like, man, we're going to change this school. Oh, y'all don't even know, man, Jesus is going to be, so, he's going to be like all over, man, we're going to just, man, we're going to blow this school wide open. And I remember, man, I, I remember like my hopes and my dreams just all getting like crushed in like a moment, because I'd go there, and I'd, I'd be all strong, I'd be just ready to go, and then someone would be like, oh, like, oh, they had that, uh, that trip this, this, this weekend, give them three weeks. And I'm like, oh man, like three weeks? Like you think, like you think I'm playing? You think this is a game? You know what I'm saying? Like you think this is a game? Three weeks is all you're going to give me? And then all of a sudden I'm like, like, like I said, I got these good intentions. I'm ready to see God move in my life. But what I see myself doing is that I have this fire inside of my soul. And what I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to maintain it. I'm not trying to take a step. I'm just trying to maintain what I already have. I like this fire that I've got. I like this fire for Jesus that I've got in my soul. And what I like, like I said, I just stay maintaining. What if I told you the game changer was is that it wasn't just maintaining a fire. It was actually taking a step and actually adding on to that fire. And that's when we're going to see Troy University become different. It's no longer going to look the same when Christians get tired of just maintaining this faith and actually start living it out and building on it each and every day, not just every year. That's what I see is that, I just like I said, I, I got to this point where I was like, you know what, Chase, if it was a fire, if you were trying to build a fire and you've got this, this spiritual fire going on, it wouldn't make sense for you to come back with the same fire, no wood added, nothing added. It's like this fire going on. That fire is going to die down if I don't add anything to it. So you might be on fire for Jesus. Yes, that's good. But man... Your flesh is going to get in the way. We've got to pursue Jesus with everything that we have. I've got to tell you something before we go any farther. That when we're talking about taking a step, some of us are going to take a step in the wrong direction. We've got to see where we're stepping because it's good to talk about this concept of, yes, let's step. Let's go somewhere new. Let's reach new people. Let's reach more people. Let's reach people that don't look like us. Let me get better in my spiritual life. I want to take a step. But if we're taking a step in the wrong direction, are we really doing any good? Let me take a sip of water.
It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. Some of that holy water. All right. I don't know about y'all, but when I read this scripture, I, I think that I relate to it so much. I don't know about you, but have you ever been kind of scared? Like, man, I trust Jesus, but like right now I need him to show up. I don't know about you, but like maybe like in your school, you're like, all right, Jesus, like I trust you with everything that I have. But when it comes to like this grade, I'd really need to be and like, I need you to come through for me. You ever been like at that point where you're like, Jesus, I'm not saying I don't believe, but like, man, I really like need you to come through for me. You know what I'm saying? You ever been a little scared, like wondering if it's actually going to come through? All right, so I think that this is what these guys are, are kind of faced with. Is that these guys are literally just pushed out onto this body of water. And it's kind of funny, Jesus is just like, hey, just go on without me. And I, like, I'm thinking, I'm like, dude, like, like Jesus lived like, like 30 plus years and you're just going to like take off and just kind of go out onto the water. Like maybe they're going fishing, maybe they're just hanging out, they're just with the boys and it's just kind of like, yeah, you're just going to leave Jesus behind, you know, just to save you the world. We're just going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna take it easy. It's just boys weekend, you know, Saturday's for the boys. So they get pushed out onto this, to this water and, you know, everything's calm, cool, and collected and everybody's just having a good time. And what we see is that the, like, the wind kind of starts to pick up. Like, I don't know about y'all, but like, I've kind of liked how it's felt recently. But the wind begins to like make me wonder if there's a God. I'm like, dude, just please stop. Like, the wind is too much. It's piercing my lips and it hurts and my eyes are starting to run like like just stop the wind so I think these guys are starting to get a little bit of that like hey man it's starting to kind of like turn a little bit here it's like oh man like everything was good and like now things are getting a little tough things are getting a little scary that's what we see is that these guys are like man things are getting a little real things are getting a little real so they get a little scared and then out of nowhere so like it's starting to get really bad it's starting to get really bad they're starting to see the 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 waves are getting high, the, 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 the rain is coming hard. And I don't know if you've ever heard this story. If you've ever raised in church, I'm, I'm sure that you have, but I'm not going to assume that everyone was raised in church, and I'm glad that you're here. Like, praise God. If you've never been to church, I'm glad that you're here for the first time or maybe it's the first time in a long time. That's why we revisit stuff like this because this story is just as good as the ones that are hitting that nook and cranny and then somebody can come and just explain it so much. It's like, man, sometimes just the, like, the basics are the good ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, like when was the last time we even like quoted John 3.16 because we didn't want to be basic? I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm cool. That's where my salvation clings to. So John 3, 16, like all the way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, bro, we got some stories in this Bible that we're like, man, it's too cliche to like preach that. I'm like, dude, I've been drinking this smart water and like, I don't know, but it hadn't been helping recently. Like I'm waiting for the side, like, side effects to kick in, but I'm going to keep it simple. If we want to talk about just the simple things and really pull from that, we can. This story has so much more than what I'm going to be able to bring in like 30 minutes. So go back and read it. What we see is these guys that are out on this boat. Like I said, they're getting scared, and all of a sudden, they see this object kind of off in the distance, and they can't really, they're not really sure what it is. I mean, if you're thinking, if there's just like rain going everywhere, and there's wind, I'm assuming it's kind of dark. It's kind of hard to like figure out objects in that time. I don't know if you've ever been, ever been like, like driving your car in the rain. It's like, like, what is that? Is that like a street sign? Is that a red light? I need to know really soon. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm thinking that's where they're in. And so it's getting to the time, they see this like, this object starting to come, come towards them. And all of a sudden, ancient aliens... They make the 35th episode of their 63rd season, and they're like, you know, we're going to make this like the huge thing. That was a joke. Dead one. Dang it. All right. I really planned that, man. Thank you. All right. So anyways, all right. So there's this, there's this like, there's, all right. So I don't know about y'all, but there's this like really funny thing about how many episodes they make and how like creepy people watch them. And it's like, like, of course it's, they never find anything. It's like the Bigfoot shows. They never find anything. And it's like, maybe this time, maybe this time. All right. Side note. Here we go. So. It's this un like, there's this guy like walking towards him and all of a sudden it's like, no, 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 no. That's Jesus. 
Like the Savior of the world, like you're getting confused with like a ghost. Like, no, this is the Savior of the world. I wonder right here, right now, if we were to actually see Jesus, he were to come up here and take this mic, would we recognize him? Would we actually, this Savior of the world, would he be someone that we would want him to look like? Would he be some white guy? No, he's probably not a white guy. He's probably got a beard. He's probably been through some stuff. He's probably has some dirt on him. Sometimes we dress this Jesus up into someone that he's not really. Because my Jesus, he didn't just hang around with the people that might have deserved faith or that knew enough about the Bible. No, he hung with the people that were sick, that needed Jesus. That's who he came to save. So at a time, I don't know about you, but there's been a time in my, in my life where I'm trying to kind of figure out like, man, is this God? Is this just kind of like something good that's coming my way? So I kind of feel, I, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to be that guy that's like, I've never felt that. Now I felt that confusion of like, is that Jesus working in my life? Or is like, like, what's going on? I need to pray this through. I need to pray this through. And so they see Jesus just coming towards them. And I, this is the, just the climax of the whole story is that Peter, I love Peter because he's the one who speaks up. I'm kind of that person that like, I was telling somebody the other day, like there was this, uh, I think we we're watching, let me think who it was. It's was some fighter, somebody that he made some like, like videos and we were watching it. And it was Kimbo Slice, Kimbo Slice. And see, I was one of those people, if I see some like big dude like that, just going in, like I'd be just like jaw drop, just like, I wouldn't even like grab my phone and record it. Like Peter, what he does though, Peter's like, Jesus, like if that's really you, call me out, let me go on to the waters. I think there's parts of Peter. Peter gets bashed sometimes for kind of being the one to speak out, but I think he's also got a lot of qualities that we can learn from. Because where we're going tonight is because it takes the step of a, it, it takes the faith of a step. The faith of a step. See, sometimes we get this long, we're like, we want to leap and all of a sudden be like this level 10 Christian. It's like, man, no, no, no. This comes back to the daily, this small beginnings. This is what it comes back to is it just takes one step in the right direction. Let's get our direction going right, and then we're going to take those steps. If we want to come, come to know Jesus more, what we're going to do is we're going to take a step towards Him. It says that Jesus is going to take 99 steps towards us. So we can quit worrying about that big leap of like, you know what, I'm just going to drop everything in my life so that I look like a Christian and that I've got everything right, and then Jesus will be accepting of me. No, no, no. We see, we see somebody like Peter who's messed up countless times in this gospel. What we see is that Peter says, Jesus, can I come out? And he says, come on. Come on. Peter takes this step and he takes his faith. And, I mean, he takes this step kind of into the, the unknown. Kind of to this like, all right, like I, I think he's honestly like some of us, maybe that you're a newer Christian. It's kind of one of those times that you're like, nah, I trust Jesus, but like I'm kind of new to this Christian thing. I hope I don't really mess this up or say something when I'm not supposed to or pray with my eyes open or something crazy like that. Like, like you're like, man, I don't know all the rules of this thing, but I see him just starting to take this step and it's awesome because all of a sudden Peter's walking on water. What he was afraid of, he's now walking on. Maybe in our life, what we're afraid of all last semester, afraid of rejection, we're afraid that maybe our past will come up. What if I were to tell you, if you would focus on Jesus, he's going to take you on top of those mountains. He's not, you can quit looking straight at them. He's going to take you above the waves. You don't have to worry about the waves collapsing on you. Some of us are afraid, about dr afraid of drowning, but it's like, yo, we've got the Savior of the world on our side. Why are we worried? That's what I see is that lots of times we get stuck in this fear, this worry. When it comes to taking a step out in faith, when it comes to taking this step, are we going to be the Christians to actually take this step, actually make a change? Because the thing is, if you don't change, nothing changes. That doesn't take some chemistry balance in the equation of like, if you don't change, nothing's going to change, all right? 
2019 is going to look just like 2018 if you don't make a change. So if we want to see 2019, if we want to see people come to know Jesus because we're willing to get out of our comfort zone, you know what that requires? Us getting out of our comfort zone. I love simple stuff like, like, I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people, like, I don't come here to get more complicated, to leave, like, more confused than I came. Like, I want to come here, take something, and run with it, go actually change this world. I don't want to come here and just be like, what did we talk about? That's not, that's, I hope that's, maybe, maybe you need somebody a little bit smarter than me, and I completely understand that. <laughs> you don't have to get, you go get something smarter. But I think sometimes we need, to, I think we need to be more simple Christians. I think sometimes we need to be those people that just see what it is and react to it. This is what I'm seeing. This is whenever I'm keep going, we're almost done. I think that when Peter kind of got it wrong is whenever things kind of started to not make sense. I don't know about your life, but maybe you've been trying to live for Jesus and where you kind of draw the line in the sand is like, yo, like, wait, hold on. This doesn't make sense. Like, Jesus, you're actually calling me to, like, go somewhere else. You're actually calling me to talk to someone that I hate. You're actually calling me to, like become friends with someone that I used to disagree with. You're actually calling me to get out of my comfort zone. What I see is that whenever things start to not make sense, God's working in ways that we can't explain. That's when Peter's like, hold on, hold on. And he takes his focus off the Savior of the world. Where's our focus at tonight, Pursuit? Is our focus on just our schoolwork and I'm going to do my schoolwork until I graduate? Or it's like, no, the Savior of the world, Jesus has knit me. He's, he's completely put me perfectly where he needs me. Are we going to miss that calling? If we're going to take a step into what God has called us to do, it's going to say, you know what? Jesus is calling me. He's equipped me. I might not know all that I feel like I need to know, but if you're a Christian right here tonight, you've got a testimony, you've got a word that needs to be spoken into somebody. I don't know who it is in your life, but it's, it's time to take that step. It's time to get out of just these four walls and actually go out and start telling people about Jesus. This is what we see about Peter whenever things start to, don't make sense. He starts drawing the line in the sand. That's when he begins to sink. But don't miss this. Don't miss this. This is what happens whenever, whenever Peter begins to sink. This is what happens. This is the best part about it. I think this is the redeeming hope in this whole entire story. I pray if you sleep. All right, here we go. This is what happens is that Peter, Peter's, he's starting to sink. And what he says is he says like, Lord, save me. Guess what he did? He saved him. So check this out. If we want to take steps in the right direction, that means that we might also stumble because guess what? We're humans. So this is why this is called steps and stumbles. We can step in the right direction because we are equipped by God, called by God. We can step in the right direction, but guess what? Don't get discouraged when you stumble. This is one of the 12 people that Jesus rolled around with, Peter. I can't wait to tell you how Peter's story ends, but Peter's rolling with Jesus his whole life. And what we see is that Peter's taking steps in the right direction, but he does stumble. But guess what? God doesn't demand for us to be perfect. Can we take a breath just for a second and know that 2019 is going to be different because you know what? You're no longer demanded to be perfect. God is calling us to go out and be the light of the gospel. You know what? You're a human. You're going to mess up. But guess what? It's all about how you rebound. Because the thing is, if we're taking steps in the right direction... This race is way too long for us to be going down this race. And when we do stumble, let that define our whole entire race. We're talking about this race that might last, I hate to say it, it might last 20 years. It might last 25 years. It might last 80 years. But don't let one little stumble define the rest of your life. Check this out. The other day I was, uh, other day for the, uh, the game on Monday, the outcome we will not speak of. 
Moment of silence, please. Whew. All right. So the game on Monday. All right. So just to make things worse. All right. Just to make things worse. So I was had some friends that we were going to order some pizza. And if you know me, I love pizza. Um, I'm not really about going in with other people because I'm like, I'm going to eat some pizza. I'm going to put it in the fridge and I'm going to eat it the next day. And I'm not going to try to save it. But if I got some the next day, I'm going to be even happier. So anyways, I'm all about going in by myself. I'm like, I don't care. I'll order yours. Like the thing is, is that I was on my phone. I usually always do it on my phone. I was like, you know, this is a bigger order. Let me do my laptop. So I pull up my laptop, that thing right there. So that, that dinosaur. And so I pull up, I got my laptop. I'm going in and, uh, put in this huge order of, uh, I don't know about you, but for me, like, like three pizzas is like a lot of money. I don't know about you. Maybe you, maybe you just blessed financially, but three pizzas is a lot of, a lot of pizza for your boy, a lot of money. So also some cheese sticks. And that's like, all right, so way too expensive, way too expensive. So anyways, I put in this order, got the friends, they're Venmoing me, you know, all of a sudden you kind of feel like you got a little bit of a bankroll coming in. You're like, oh yeah, man, you know, this is just a service, you know, I do this on, just do this on the side, you know, order pizza for people. And so anyways, I order this pizza and when we take off to go get it, it's been plenty of time. You know, it is, you never want to get there and have to wait. Like I, when I get there, I'm ready to eat because like I'm not trying to wait around any longer. So I get there, and, and so I'm ready, I'm ready to get this pizza, and I walk in, and I'm talking about there ain't a single computer in that place that works. And I'm like, of course, the biggest game of all of college football, you decide that your computers no longer need to work. Great. All right, so I'm like, I'm like, I'm like trying not to get frustrated. I got my phone, so I'm watching like pregame, knowing that, you know, the game really don't start at 7. It usually starts at like 7.15, and I'm working the system, counting down my minutes, counting my seconds. And so what I see is that, they're over there trying to plug in. Like, It'll just be a few more minutes, a few more minutes. And like, I'm like, man, I'm saved, but you're really testing my salvation. Please hurry up. All right, and so what happens is, is that it takes them like a good like 15 more minutes, and everybody's kind of standing there like trying not to get frustrated. Like, it be a few more minutes. Everybody's just like, uh, okay, okay. Like, you said that like five minutes ago. Like, how many more is a few? And so by the time that I finally, they finally get the computers working, by the time they finally get it working, I get up there, and I'm like, my name's uh, Chase Haney. I uh, ordered some pizza. And uh, she can't find it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, of course she can't find it. Like, of course, like, of course the computer system messed up right whenever I ordered the pizza. Of course it happened. Of course it happened to me, you know, on the biggest game of college football. And I'm going to be hangry and I'm just going to be ready to watch some football. And it's just all going to crap. And all of a sudden she tells me, I was like, look, I, I got the email. I don't know what's wrong with you, but like, I got the email. Like, I didn't actually tell her that, but I'm thinking that in my head, like so hard. I'm like, man, I don't know what's wrong on your end, but like my end, it's good. I ordered the pizza. I can show you the confirmation code that's like 80 digits for some weird reason. Get on that, fix it. So anyway, she types it in. She's like, this was placed in Eufaula. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, you know, everybody at this point is a little like frustrated. And uh, I was just like, man, all right, that, that's fine. And so uh, I'm thinking about how I'm going to tell, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, where to come and clean with it to my friends. They're sitting in the car. And I'm just kind of like, yo, I messed up. Um, I guess I just didn't see whenever the, uh, the, the question popped up and it said what's, what location. I don't even remember doing that. But for some reason it ordered it in follow. Like I don't really know what happened. But how crazy would it have been if I would have got my computer, threw it off my balcony, never ate pizza again, never ordered fast food again. How crazy would that have been? But check this out. Sometimes as Christians, there's just one little thing we have to fix. And we've thrown away our whole entire salvation, our whole entire faith because of one little thing. Maybe one little stumble caught us to be like, man, I don't know if I believe in this God thing. Like, I don't know about you, but there's some bad things that have happened to me. There's some things that happened that I'm really not okay with talking about right now. There's some things that have happened. 
And all of a sudden, we're willing to step away because of one little fix. How crazy would it have been if I would have just thrown all the stuff away and be like, man, you know what? This world is against me, but God is for me, so I'm getting rid of everything else. Like, how crazy would that have been? But it was just one little question that I got wrong. Tonight, what I want to say is that you know what? You're going to stumble. But it's really not that significant when it comes to this whole thing of faith. It is significant. We can learn from it, but my past is in the past. And we can learn from it, but other than that, we've got to move on. I don't know what 2018 looked like for you. I don't know what you'd sum it up like. But I'm ready to take a step. Somebody said terrible. Amen. <laughs> See, I think that, like I said, this, this thing's not going to change unless we change. I think that comes with taking a step out. Taking a step into something that's not as comfortable as we're used to. I think as a ministry, this is the, the vision that I want to send us out. This is the, this is the vision that I want us to cling towards. This is the vision that I want to see pursuit look like. All right, you ready? I want pursuit to be for everybody. I don't, I think, man, I'm going to be honest with you. I think one of the craziest things in this world right now is that we all claim Jesus, but for some reason, the most segregated places that we have are churches. That don't really preach in most places, but I'm going to be real with you. I'm not okay with it being a white church and a black church. I'm not okay with it being a white ministry and a black ministry. What I see is that when Jesus hung on that cross, he didn't look like me. He didn't look like you. But what happened was is when Jesus hung on that cross, he didn't just die for just you. He didn't just die for just you. What happened is he died for everybody. So I think if Jesus died for us all, we can get past this thing of, you know what? That person doesn't look like me. That person doesn't act like me. Well, guess what? Maybe they're not a Christian. Maybe they're still struggling through some things and you're supposed to be the light in their world. Instead of you judging them saying, you know, I go to this ministry that looks like this. You don't really fit the bill. It's like, no, no, no. How crazy would it be if we came in here? I love when I get to hear this. Man, I can't believe that person came to pursuit. God, I love hearing that because it means that we're actually not keeping this thing to ourselves. We're not just maintaining as a ministry. We're taking a step out into people that don't look like us, people that don't act like us. We're willing to take a step as a ministry because you know what? If you're willing to have the conversation, we got the chairs. We'll get them as far as we got to. If you're ready, God is ready to open up doors. All we're waiting, all we're waiting for is you to walk through them. Are we ready to have those conversations that might be a little a bit uncomfortable? Are we ready to start those small groups of just meeting with maybe two or three friends? You know what? You're never going to be ready, but God has called you and He's equipped you. So if we're ready to take a step, Troy University is dying for Christians to take a step. You know what? And as Christians, we know that, you know what? It's not going to be stepping each and every day. There's going to be some days that we might stumble. But you know, we say, Lord, save me. I messed up. The thing is, is He's not demanding us to be perfect. He saves us each and every time. So I got us three points, man, if y'all want to come on back up here. These are super simple. Is that okay with y'all? Super simple. All right, here we go. Number one, nothing can replace the faith in Jesus. Nothing can replace your faith in Jesus. That's how simple this is. If your faith is in the world, you're going to be disappointed. If your faith is in the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you're going to see yourself walking on your worries. You're going to see those things buffered. You're going to see those things... You know, all this, like last semester you were just looking at those worries and it's like, man, what, I don't understand what's wrong going on in my life. Let's focus on Jesus. Our faith in Jesus is what we need to cling to. Number two. Number two is what we were worried about we're now walking on. If we're going to take a step, if we're going to take a leap of faith, if we're going to actually step out and do this, we can't keep looking at the worry. We can't keep looking at the fear. 
The fear of like, man, is this friend going to like me? Chase, I don't know. Like my, 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 my family's going through some tough financial times. My family's going through some illness. We're going through some divorce. Chase, it's really tough, but right now it's not my stepping season. That might be true, but there is no season for being a Christian and not being a Christian. This is a lifestyle. This isn't a season. So if you've got worries, join the club. If you've got fear, join the club. We're going to do this thing together. We're not going to walk through this thinking that we're just by ourselves. We're going to get to walk through this together, not getting to see that Troy University is not the same. We're going to get to see that the Wiregrass is not the same. And how cool would it be if there was a couple of world changers that started in a small town in Troy, Alabama? That's how it starts. You don't change the world. Like We're talking about these yearly resolutions. We're talking about changing the world. It starts right where you are. God honors the small beginnings. Here we go. Number three. Stumbling doesn't stop us from going. We've got to accept this fact. You've got this really high standard. It's called the Savior of Jesus Christ who lived a perfect and blameless life. That is our standard as Christians. Not to see how good I'm doing against somebody else as a Christian. No, no, no. The standard is Jesus Christ. So knowing that, you know what? I'm going to fall short. I'm not going to measure up to what God has called me to do. But what we see is that Jesus is saying, okay, I'm going to save you. It's all good. Get back in the boat. Get back in the boat. You're fine. You're fine. Keep going. This is what I got. So I think the coolest part about Peter is this faith that he had in Jesus. This is my last point. You put everything up. Last point I got. The cool part about Peter is that Peter is in this story and he's kind of known for being a little bit of a doubter, kind of like, you know, Jesus, I trust you, but like when the circumstances doesn't fit the bill, might get a little sketched out. What we see is that Peter, he doubts a little bit in this one, but what Peter was scared to do when walking out on the water, we see is that Peter turns into this man of God that ends up being crucified and hung upside down on a cross. What he was a little bit scared of, what he was a little bit worried about, he was willing to die for. This is what we can cling to as Christians is that, you know what, we might not have it all together. We might think that we can know some more knowledge, but you know, we might start small. But if we'll take steps in the right direction, knowing we're going to stumble, if we'll take steps in the right direction, which is towards Jesus Christ, take steps in the right direction, I think this Jesus thing is going to make more sense. He's going to bless us more. He's going to open up more doors. He's going to open up more conversations. He's going to bring us out of our comfort zone. This is what we see is that Peter, what he was afraid of, what he was scared of, he's willing to die for. I don't know about you, but think about that right now. Are we ready to take a step? Because let me tell you something, we t- I talked about it on the last podcast. No matter how good you're doing, you can always do better. That's a tough pill to swallow. But I'm ready to do better. I'm ready to take a step. I'm ready for this ministry not to look the same. I'm ready to see people that don't look like us. I'm ready to go out there, make a difference, make a change. Not because of anything that we're doing, because God has called us to love Him and love His people. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this message. Help us spread the word by rating and sharing this podcast.